The Drive Home with Kenton Dick on Mix 96. Joined by David Rickert, David Rickert Racing, originally from Niverville, all over the place these days, living in Poland, and of course, wrapping up a pretty impressive season. Before we, we dive into your most recent escapades, David, just give us an idea, another kind of a recap of the season you've had. Yeah, so we started off at the beginning of the year in April, and uh, I've basically been racing a Formula 3 car for most of this year in a championship called the Drexler Automotive Formula 3 Cup. And April's race started off in Hungary, and we've basically had eight different race events. Uh, and I can't remember how many different European countries, four or five different European countries, speckled throughout the, the summer months, and it all sort of culminated and ended now with the most recent races last weekend in, in Italy. Very exciting stuff, and you had an excellent season. I understand you wrapped up second in the championship this past weekend? Yes, we luckily were able to clinch second place in the championship, so it's one of those mixed emotion things. I'm really excited to have that type of a a good result in a fairly competitive European championship. At the same time, I'm also a competitive individual, so you still you want to win as a driver. You want to finish first. So there's a, there's a bit of pull in both directions, but I'm extremely satisfied with the progress that we've made throughout the year, getting faster and faster and faster, and that uh, really bodes well for the future. What are some of the season highlights from this past year? I think winning is always nice. You know, <laughs> we were able to win in Hungary and win this last weekend uh, in Mugello as well, so that's a positive. Um, for me, it's, it's what you experience and feel in the race car. So when you go around the corner at 200-plus kilometers an hour and you can keep your foot on the throttle pedal without lifting off and pushing the brakes, um, that change in, in confidence that, that one has or that build throughout the years of being able to um, to do that and be comfortable with it, that's always been my biggest challenge. I'm not a crazy guy who's going to jump off the roof of a house into a pool or something like that. Like I'm, I'm fairly conservative. I don't like taking risks in life. Um, so to actually see that progress throughout the year where I can get more confident, not in taking risks, but I get more calculated, um, that progress is fun and allows me to, uh, to build on for the future. On the complete opposite end of the spectrum, what was the most nerve-wracking moment in the car this year? Exactly what I just said. It was going 200 plus kilometers an hour through a corner. It's a bit of both. You know, there's a big mental game that takes place, right? You, I've spent a lot of time working on the business side of the sport, and I don't want to smash up a race car because as a driver, you're responsible then to pay for it uh, with the racing team. Uh, so I spent the last decade of my life and racing career driving conservatively. This year, I really wanted to work at winning and going as fast as I possibly can. And so it was a matter of trying to rewire my thinking and my brain, not to drive conservatively and cautiously, but to go out and push the limits and really you know, experiment with what a car can do. So when you're doing 200 kilometers an hour through a corner and having to keep your foot in it and the car's moving around underneath you, um, it, it just goes so much faster than you possibly think it could. So yeah. that challenge and that battle uh, was both exhilarating and fun, yeah. but also nerve-wracking and challenging. Did you have any fun forays off the track this year? I did not, actually. Good for you! I, only, there was only one time when I was trying to avoid uh, a teammate of mine who was, was spinning, and it was probably the best decision that I went flying <laughs> yeah. off the track, because had I not, he would have hit me. He ended up hitting the guy behind me. So it's in one sense, it's great, because I haven't smacked up any race cars. We've done this all in a, in a very smart fashion. At the same time, then I also question... Maybe I'm not pushing hard enough. Maybe I should be going off the track a little more. So we'll see what happens in the future. I love it. Okay, so I saw a post from you this past weekend talking about uh, your first attempt at F3 Pro. Was this different from the Drexler Cup? And tell me about this. 
Yeah, so it's it's very similar to the Drexler Cup. Um, it still has Formula 3 cars. It's categorized a little bit differently, so I actually was competing against someone with a little bit of a faster race car. Uh, but it's an Italian championship, um, mainly with Italian drivers, a few from other parts, like from Denmark and some other places. Um, so for me, it was something that I wanted to have a little bit of a new spin on a racing weekend and to go on to participate in this event for that reason. And uh, fortunately, we were able to to come out on top um, at the end of it. There was a little bit of luck involved with some of the competitors having some, some car troubles. But at the same time, it happens to everyone, and, and that's just motorsport. So I'll, I'll take that uh, as it comes. You got to be there to collect when other people have issues, for sure. Absolutely. You got to be... <laughs> Got to be in it to win it. That's right. All right, cool. Well, such an amazing season, second in the Drexler Cup and, and some other fun highlights as well. W- what does the future hold for you, David? Well, I'm going to come back to, uh, to North America and to Winnipeg and uh, have a think through what the future holds. For me, uh, the business side of the sport is still the limiting factor that the sport of auto racing requires funding and money. It doesn't matter how good or how fast you are. You need money to move up to the next level. So I've got to spend the, the next six months or so, and hopefully it'll happen faster than that, trying to put together the budget that I need in order to advance next year. And that's essentially what's going to help determine which path we take. I've got some wonderful opportunities to move up into a Formula 2 car. Uh, also some opportunities maybe to tackle endurance racing and go and race in the famous 24 Hours of Le Mans. So we're just going to see what we can put together on the business and the funding side of things, and that'll determine where we go. Man, those are some big names you put out there. That's exciting stuff. Well, hopefully it all pans out the way we'd like it to, but at the end of the day, all you can do is work your butt off and uh, and hopefully things go in the direction you want. And at the end of the day, if you can be happy with that and put in your best effort, then uh, we'll see which way the chips fall. I also have to say, I, I do love your schedule there, David. You're like the opposite of a snowbird. You come back for winter every winter. Hey, the winter's not so bad. You just put on an <laughs> extra pair of long underwear and you can still go out for a run. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Cool. Well, thank you so much for chatting, David. Man, what a great season. So happy to be telling these uh, exciting stories with you. And good luck as we head into this next season. Yeah, thank you very much. Hope you have a good day.